I'm talking about drawing a line in the sand, man. Episode number 67 for today. Rolling straight through the week into a big and healthy Friday. I say healthy on purpose. We're going to get into that in a little bit. But first, we're going to get lead off with this date in history, August 25th. History has its eyes on, me. on August 25th, 1916, President Woodrow Wilson signed the act creating the National Park Service a new federal bureau in the Department of Interior responsible for maintaining national parks and monuments. Before this, the United States had national parks, but there was no formal organization responsible for their care and upkeep. The creation of the National Park Service was a significant milestone in the conservation movement, embodying the belief that natural landscapes have a value beyond na- na- have a value beyond resources that can be extracted from them. The National Park Service was entrusted with the role of preserving these landscapes unimpaired for the enjoyment of future generations, as articulated in its founding legislation. Today, the National Park Service manages over 400 sites across the U.S., including natural wonders like Yellowstone and the Grand Canyon, as well as historical sites like Gettysburg and the Martin Luther King Jr. National Historical Park. Millions of visitors from around the world visit these sites each year, gaining a deeper appreciation for the natural beauty and historical significance embedded in the American landscape. For information on the National Park Service on August 25th, wait, not the, not for information, <laughs> the formation of the National Park Service on August 25th, 1916 marked a commitment by the United States to conservation and education, creating a legacy that continues to enrich lives more than a century later. National Park Service. I'm a fucking park ranger. Federal agents, park rangers, believe it or not, unless it's a state park. And military gets into federal parks for free. Fun fact. So, if anyone's living under a rock or has... Actually, there's no mute button on X anymore or Twitter. They don't have a mute button or a block button or anything. Did they get rid of it? I don't know. I know he, I know Elon Musk said he was getting rid of it. But anyway, last night on social media, it doesn't really matter where you were, uh, former President Donald Trump's mugshot got released and... It looks exactly like you think it would look like he doesn't look happy at all. And it instantly became like a rallying call to his supporters. But like it's, you know, he's a he's a showman. You know, he's he's a fucking he knows what he was doing. Like either it comes natural to him or he knows what he's doing because it was a perfect photo for that situation. Like the way he looked disgruntled, the whole look, the scowl, the whole thing. Like it was just like he knows how this is going to play. And it played fucking well to people. Like people loved it. His supporters loved it, I would say. The people that other people that loved it supported that he got finally a mugshot because his other indictment it's hard to keep track with the indictments these days with this guy, but his other indictment didn't have a mugshot. So they they were like, We're not doing a mug mugshot because we don't wanna fan the flames of division and all this but georgia was like fuck that fulton county was like fuck that we're gonna release it like the history with fulton county and georgia and donald trump is deep-seated hatred for one another because of the 2020 election and how trump called this is what he got indicted for was calling down there and saying you need to find me 
I think it was like a 10,700 votes or something or 11,000 votes, something like that. And it was like this pretentious thing like where the governor was like, I can't, I'm not doing that. And that, that's illegal. You don't have the votes, man. Sorry. And he was like, no, I'm, you, can, you can find them. Like you're a Republican, get in line kind of thing. So it's a whole thing. I'm not reading the indictment to you. You can look it up yourself. And it's just my original point, my main point of this whole thing was this was, it didn't break the internet. Back in the day when Twitter was Twitter and people flocked to it to find information, this would have been one of those situations. But since the Twitter user numbers are down and subscribers get priority with their tweets, only those people really see it, right? So, you know, you, are you following along there? So if you're a subscriber to Twitter, you get your little blue check mark and everything. It's $8 a month and you get priority. Your, your tweets get boosted, right? So you're only talking and interacting with people that also have blue check marks. You might see a stray in there that you follow. But for the most part, if you have a blue check mark, you're going to be in the algorithm more than someone without. Back in the day, however, like when we caught Bin Laden, the photo of the Oscars that Ellen took, like the selfie with all the celebrities in it, like that kind of shit, like broke, that's internet breaking type of shit. You know, like even Twitter's servers couldn't handle that kind of fucking, that fun, that kind of traffic. So this would have been one of those situations. However, it didn't really happen. Like, yeah, it got, it got circulated a lot, but you could see in like the highest rated tweet doesn't have that many tweets compared to like the fucking 15 million that Ellen got from that selfie or obviously Bin Laden getting killed. All those tweets. And it has to do with no one's using the service anymore. I'm not saying no one. A lot of people that were using the service aren't using it anymore. They're not using it as frequently. And the people that are still using it, like myself, who doesn't pay the $8, tweets aren't getting seen. And there's been a dramatic drop off. You can see it on your analytics. Like once the payment thing came out, tweets get fucking 20 views before that up in the hundreds because you have followers, but some of your followers buy the check mark. Some don't. Some just left the platform. Some don't use the platform at all anymore. And then Donald Trump came into the spaces, right? Because they do these spaces things on Twitter where it's like a live chat room. And Elon's plan for it is to kind of be like the town square. You know, he always calls Twitter the town square type of thing. So this is like the, the it's like the community center or some whatever he calls it. And Donald Trump went in there at, right after he got the, the mugshot, he got released. And this is like his first thing he did was go to this Twitter space. That only had, I think it was like maybe 4,000 4, people in there. And again, if you're not a blue check mark, you get put on the bottom of the list. No one sees the tweets you put in there, the replies. You raise your hand because you can like raise your hand in there. No one sees it. So like you could see the numbers on X going down. Twitter, X, whatever the fuck. They're just not there anymore. And like Elon has tweeted about it. He's like, oh, well, it's so many people that are on it that aren't interacting and that's bringing our numbers down. And it's like, or <laughs> there's a lot of shady stuff going on in there now. There's a lot of transphobia, homophobia, racism, all that stuff is just out in the open now because there's no ban button. There's stuff like that. So just goes to show that X is, wouldn't say it's dying. It's obviously declining. Wouldn't say it's about to die or anything. It's still, it'll still be there. People are still going to give Elon $8 because they want to think they're Elon Musk or something or try to get his attention. So this would have been an internet shattering thing, but it really wasn't that big of a deal. Like I think people just saw it and they're like, yeah, looks like a mugshot. And some people are going to print it on their shirts. You know, it's going to be that little thing. And they're going to fly a flag with his mugshot. It's going to be like a rallying cry. It is what it is, but we're going to move on because I don't really feel like talking about it anymore. <laughs> You know, and with all that being said, we're going to switch gears right into the the gym experience I had today. So in the gym, it's a base gym. So you got a lot of military in there. It's all military. It's about 95% military that's in there. And then there's like a few dependents 
and just you know it's it's, it's never that full i go in i go at 11 o'clock 11 a.m i go on my lunch break i go during and it's the same time every day it's in between 11 and 11 30 i work out for an hour stuff like that there's one dude in there he's an older guy i'm, I'm assuming he's a retiree because he's like 60 he looks like he's like he's in good shape like 50 five he's got like a he looks pissed off all the time he looks very angry and he's a personal trainer so he always has and this is the creepy part but we're going to describe this person real quick he's personal trainer he walks around and he's got about five to six people that he trains throughout the day mostly when i'm there from 11 o'clock i don't know if he's there from 8 a.m until then but when i'm in the gym he's in the gym and he's training at least three people the most i've seen is like seven and of course they're taking up space they're not all just working out together. Like he has like one person doing this, one girl. It's always females. There's never a dude he's working out. Whatever, it's fine. And it's you could tell like they're like spouses. <laughs> like they're not they're not military. Some of them are, most of them aren't. I'd say out of that group, five out of seven are spouses, and the two are just like newbies to the gym or whatever. They're just looking for a trainer. I don't know how much he charges. I never actually see him speak, but he's got a fucking bad attitude. Look, he has a bad look on his face. He looks like he's ready to fight. And his team, his people, his trainees, whatever you want to call them, take up a lot of space. They're always doing like multiple things. And they're never like in a row. It's not like they're on that side of the gym. Like one girl will be over here, another girl will be over there, or woman will be over here. Like and they're all doing and he's just he bounces around all of them, which is fine. You know, there's plenty of room in there. It's it is what it is. But this guy's problem is that he thinks that he could just take things. Like if he's planning a workout for one of these people or a group of them, he like sets their station up for them. And then he has him come over. And again, I've never seen him actually speak or heard his voice, but he'll like take the dumbbells, right? Move them over here. And then if you touch him or you get over in that area, he'll come over, but he won't say anything. He just looks at you and gets like in your, gets like in your space, you know? So today this guy, the gym's pretty much empty. It's me, this guy, and I think he's training like three or four people. And then there's like some scattered people around. Pretty empty for a Friday. I'm over in the dumbbell section, right? He comes over and he uses the bench right next to me. Mind you, there's about eight open benches right next to me. And he just puts these two dumbbells on it. And that's like the universal sign that someone's using it. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Still doing it, still doing it. Now he's like right on top of me, but like he's walking in front of me. He's walking close behind me. Like it's because there's a mirror there. I can see what he's doing. And he's like eyeballing me like with his dirty ass look. So I like gave him like a head nod. Like, hey, what's up, man? That kind of thing. And he's like, you using this area? I'm like, kind of. I'll move though. And he's like, all right. So I finish what I'm doing. I put the weights down. He's like, oh, I thought you were moving. And I was like, I I am now. He's like, I thought you meant like when you said you were moving. I was like, it's 30 seconds ago. Like it really wasn't that long. I was like, <laughs> and he goes, I, and I move over to the side. And then he whispered something to one of the females. And she was like, I don't know. She was overweight. Not here to body shame anybody because they're in the gym working hard. But this lady wasn't in great shape. He whispered something to her. She looked up at me and she like giggled. Right. And I was like, what the fuck did he just say? But like, I'm not going to cause a scene or anything. Like, I, mainly, I just don't give a shit. I was like, whatever. Like, she, she's fat. And then working out again. And like, I move across the gym. And now he's over there. But he's like, are you done with this? And I was like, just getting started. He's like, all right, let me know when you're done. I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> he's like, what? I was like, I'm not going to come and find you. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be done in like two minutes, though. He's like, all right. That's it. He just, all right. And he just stands there and stares at you. But now he's like staring at me through the mirrors and stuff. Like, I could see him through like two different reflections looking at me. And then as soon as I put the weight down, he comes over with his two. With Now he's got three of his trainees, these three females. They come over and they just start, they just start touching things, you know? And I was done, but I'm like, is it really this big of a fucking deal? And I wanted to say something to like the people that work there, but I'm not a bitch. 
You know, I'm just like, whatever, this guy's fucking weird. I talked to my friend who was in the gym at the time. He works in our office. And I was like, bro, this guy's kind of an asshole, right? He goes, oh, yeah, that dude, he apparently is like a retiree and he's not supposed to be training in here. So the the it's females. I'm not even going to say the people he's training because it's all females. The females don't pay him in the gym ever. They don't call him his personal trainer or nothing because he's not allowed to do that in there. Like you're not allowed to do that. That's not okay. So like he's just there and they pay him like afterwards or they pay him like on the side, but they don't like exchange money or anything in the gym because he'd get kicked out and he's been kicked out like multiple times apparently, but they, they keep letting him back in, you know, like they don't like, cause he is old, but he's just kind of a douchebag. So I'm done with my workout. I get dressed or whatever. And I'm walking out. And of course, like of all the things that happened, this guy was walking out at the same time. And I am, I was like, good workout day, huh? And he just goes, I'm not done yet. And he just turns around and goes back in the gym. And I'm like, what a fucking weird guy. Like he kind of, I think it, it kind of, it was like he followed me out just to say that to me because he knew I was going to, I don't know if he knew I was going to say something to him or like he was anticipating me say it, but like he walked out the entrance and then as soon as I said, oh yeah, good day in the gym, he was like, I'm not done yet. And then turned around and walked back in. I was like, what a fucking weird dude. But I also had a good workout. I've been doing this, the Goggins, David Goggins, 100 rep sets without taking a break. So the, I'm not going to get into like, oh, follow my workout or anything because that's weird. And I'm not that tight. I'm not in that. I'm not in good shape. I'm not in the best shape. You know, I'm in good shape. Got my blood pressure done today. 120 over 80. Shout out to that. Oops. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, like I'm healthy, but I'm not going to tell you how I work out. But the Goggins workout is actually pretty sweet, especially if you don't have time in the gym or if you don't like wasting time, like doing one lift for like 15 minutes. You take it's supposed to be 40 percent of the weight you can lift, the 40 percent of your max. So anywhere in between like 30 and 40 percent of your max weight and you legit just pick the fucking weight up and you do 100 reps without trying not to take a break. And if you do take a break, it's got to be like 10 sec- 10 or 15 seconds and you keep going. Like it's going to hurt, it's going to burn, but you can you can do it in like literally like 2 minutes. You can do one workout and you're done with that muscle group. So like you can do shoulders just doing shoulder press, do 100 reps and then move on to something else. So you can get more done, you can get different body parts done quicker and you can repeat, repeat it. So like you can do chest like three times a week doing this. So the way I do it is I do multiple sets on the same muscle. So like I'll do like shoulder press, behind the back shoulder press, lateral raises, all that stuff. I'll do like, it comes out to like six different lifts for that muscle group. And then my shoulders are cooked. And then I do the same thing for back the next day and then chest the next day. And like you're fucking burnt out, which brings me to my next point getting burnt out on a Friday. So Fridays are usually fun, right? Everyone loves a Friday. You know, it's the last day of the week. You get to go home. You're done for the weekend and you survived another week, right? Which is, it's a shitty thing that we do, that we live through. Like you live for two days off and then you have to work the other five. We're not going to get into that. But everyone loves Friday, right? You get into work. Everyone's a little more lively. They're a little more chipper. They're having fun and they're just counting down the hours, right? Usually there's something fun going on. Like we're going to order pizza or we're going to do this or that to kind of kill more time. We leave early on Fridays. We come in late. You know, we finish our work early and we kind of just dick around until we leave. And I had a great Friday. Like I said, got my blood pressure done, 120 over 80. That's like the lowest it's been in like four years. (laughs) And like, I'm, I'm like, there was a point where like the doctor was like, oh, we got to keep an eye on this one. And I'm like, I'm not unhealthy. You know, like I eat healthy ish. We're going to get into that a little bit, but I'm not like an unhealthy guy. Like I know I go running a lot. I lift weights. I have a protein shake for lunch. 
I eat the same thing for dinner every night. It's like either a combination of chicken or steak with rice. I don't eat vegetables because fuck them. And then if I need a treat, if I need something sweet, I'll have a Rice Krispie treat or a scoop of whipped cream. You know, it's nothing crazy. But my blood pressure was through the roof the last like four or five years. Like it's, there was a point where the doctor was like, we might have to put you on statins because it's so fucking high for your age. It wasn't like skyrocketing. It wasn't like, you know, like 140 over 100. It wasn't anything like that. It was just like one, I think the highest it ever got was like 136 over like 97. And I'm like, holy shit, <laughs> like that's fucking high, you know? And they're like, yeah, it's, it's going to be a problem. Like you got to figure this out. And like, they are like, oh, you know, get more sleep, all this and that. So I've been trying to focus on, especially the cardio aspect. I go, obviously I walk Brady twice a day, like long ass mile and a half, two mile walks. And then I go running, I lift weights and it started, it slowly trickled down. And now it's down to 120 already, which is where it should be. So I was pretty happy about that. I was like, all right, well, solid shape. I had a solid Friday, you know, good news, all this and that. I'm, you know, I'm the meeting guy. I'm, I'm doing good in work. Had a good week. Soon as I shut the car off when I got home, I was like, I am fucking cooked. I am exhausted. I was so tired when I turned the car off. I couldn't, like, I didn't even want to get out of the car. I'm like, I have to get out. I have to make dinner. I gotta walk the dog. And I'm like, and then I can just chill, but I got to record because I love this. And I want to play, you know, I want to play Xbox or play like Age of Empires or something. So I got to do that. Like It was just like, I feel like I was so tired. I, there was nothing that I wanted to do. I just really wanted to just sit there and just not do anything for a little bit. But I'm like, yeah, I just had, I was just literally like in the best mood. But what happens is like you burn yourself out the entire week. You finally get through front. It's like crossing the finish line. You know, you're like, you're running, you're feeling good. You get across that finish line and then you're like, oh, I feel great. I feel great. And then 10 minutes go by and you're like, I am exhausted. I'm going to take a nap and lay down and ice my shins. That's what happened. Like, that's what happens. You just, so I'm like dragging my fucking feet and walking Brady. Of course, the sun comes out full blast when I'm walking him. I'm not sweaty. It's humid because it rained all the last two days. So it's like just breathing in a cloud. There's bugs. And I'm like, it's fucking still August. Like, we can't just have, we can't just keep the 70 degree days, right? It's like, right. It went from like 70 to like 85 within like, from like two to four because the sun came out and the humidity kicked up and it was just chaos. But I was like, yo, this Friday feeling, it's good when you're in it. And then once it, once it, your body catches up to it, to you and you're like, damn, you just fucking worked five days in a row, waking up at 6 a.m., going to bed at 11, you know, you're using all your brain power at work to just not fall behind or all this stuff. You get all the good news that your blood pressure is down to where it should be. And, you know, you're feeling good. You had a good workout except for the weirdo in the gym. And then it just comes crashing down. And I'm like, damn, maybe I just need to drink more water. So I've just been pound, pounding water back because I don't know. But I'm happy to be talking to you guys and we're having fun. So we're going to let you guys go on that note. Um, oh, yeah, one more thing. So remember I said yesterday with the COVID the masks and the lockdowns coming down. The mask thing is definitely coming down. And I'm positive it's going to be when school starts for like the entire country. I know school started some places, some places it hasn't yet. When school starts, that's when that shit's going to kick in. Because I walked into the dentist today, right? Went to the dentist again for my cleaning. And they told me they couldn't do my cleaning today. It's a Friday. Like that was like their, that was their reason. That's an, that's the most Air Force shit I've ever heard. We're not going to do it today. It's two o'clock on a Friday. I was like, all right, thanks, man. Like good thing I came here though. But anyway, um, I walk in and there's signs when you walk in and they used to say the other day when I was there on Tuesday, it said, or Monday when I was there, whenever I was there last, it said, masks are optional. If you feel sick, let the, re- let the receptionist know to reschedule your appointment and go home. And like they had hand sanitizer out. When I walked in today, the signs were all out of the casings and there was 
a ma- a box of masks sitting on the table where the hand sanitizer hand sanitizer used to be. Now it's hand sanitizer and a box of masks, and they're not open yet, and there's no sign that's in the little sign holder, the little plastic thing. So they're getting ready to change the signs out, and I'm pretty sure that's why they wanted to change, why they were kicking, basically kicking people out at that point. Like we just we're gonna, we're gonna reschedule your cleaning for next week. Sorry, we don't have time. And I'm pretty sure they were getting a briefing, a meeting, some shit, telling them we're going back to masks like next week. So look for that. I mean, I'm in the Northeast where everyone takes it a little too serious. But yeah, I saw the signs and I was like, I got to keep my third eye open on this one. They're changing signs out and they're not letting people, you know, they're kicking people out in the afternoon. So they're preparing for it. And then I saw the box of masks and I'm like, fucking people. God damn it. Here we go. But hey, if it saves a life, it saves a life. So I'm not against it. It's just going to be annoying. And hopefully uh, we don't have to wear them too long, but it's definitely coming down the pipeline. So I'm going to let you guys go. Your worth isn't measured by your productivity achievements or the opinions of others. It's inherent, infinite, and unchanging, like the sky that holds both the sun and the clouds, yet remains untouched by either. So here's another fun fact. Um... A little side note, and we'll let you guys go right real quick. Um, I have to use McDonald's points because they're going to expire. So I'm planning on doing a one bite challenge where you just try to inhale one of their any one of their menu items in one bite, and that's going to be it. It's not going to be like I'm going to eat 15 McChickens or something. It's going to be I'm going to try to eat McChicken in one bite, or you know, Junior Cheeseburger, whatever the fuck, in one bite. So look forward to that. Let's go Yankees.